0: I just want to let you know that God is speaking to you. It is about you. You've got to become very, can I use this word, anal about that, very specific and and finicky about that, that God is speaking to me, just me. Isolate yourself from your friends in in the presence of the word and say, God is speaking directly to me on a specific topic and situation. So Monday morning in the month of the blessing, what are you engaged with God in conversation on? These are the things you got to start thinking about on your Monday morning. What am I engaged with God in conversation? What is our conversation? What is our conversation? Your conversation with God should always be based on a solution and not a problem. You're not talking to God about the issues you're facing, but about the problems you want to solve, the things you want to solve. If you approach the Holy Spirit in the manner of solution, he's more interested to engage in a conversation. Because because he's the spirit of wisdom, he's the spirit of understanding, he's the spirit of knowledge, so he has more to talk to you about. He has more to talk to you about rather than it being a moany, whiny thing. It's got to be about solution. Where can I bring the standard of the world in according to what I do? Where can I bring up the standard of the world? And so when Pastor Toby was speaking about the passage in Job that speaks about the laws of the heavens, can, I, can someone just remind me what chapter, what scripture Pastor Toby used on Sunday? Uh, Pastor Sandra, you might be able, you might be quicker to that, Job 38, Uh, Job 38, just give me the verse as well, Pastor Sandra, perfecto, so quickly just get your Bible. If you quickly just flick across Job 38, and um, man, Job is not easy to find though, but I'll find him, yeah, I found him right? Job 38, verse 33. I'm going to read from the NIV because the NIV um, uses the word laws because I want to talk about laws. It says, do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? So I was so excited with yesterday's service. It's a conversation with God and a billionaire. Regulate the earth, NLT. Beautiful. If so I'm going to look for that. It's God's conversation with a billionaire. And how many of you guys actually believe that you're called to be billionaires? Not everybody has that belief. But how many of you believe you're called to be a billionaire? You believe that that's a calling, that you're you're supposed to handle that amount of wealth. So God begins a conversation with a billionaire. And God starts to ask him very interesting questions. And one of those questions is, can you... Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Your number one focus this week is knowledge. Let me just set a focus for the week. Quickly write down your focus this week. I don't need you to focus on making plenty money this week because you will. I don't need you to focus on having joy this week because you have. I don't need you to focus on on building strong relationships this week because you will. What I want you to do this week, leaders of Paul's family and leaders of um, uh, Nation family and all my friends that are online, what I want you to focus on doing this week is growing in knowledge. Growing in knowledge is your focus this week. Please write that down. Make sure you've highlighted that in your book. Make sure you've marked it with an asterisk and it's in bold. Growing in knowledge. Why? Because the hardest thing to control is your flesh. Your body is the hardest thing to control. It's got its own mind. It reacts in its own way. It's difficult to to pin it down. It has its own passions and it has its own loves. It, it, re, it has these reactions that sometimes even as a spiritual person, you find its reactions annoying. And you're like, why are, you, why are you thinking this way? Why are you going this way? Come back here. So what we want to focus on this week is growing in knowledge because guess what? Knowledge depends on your the strength of your flesh, the capacity of your flesh. Knowledge depends on it. If you don't have the capacity within you to pick up something and grow in that thing or be disciplined towards something, then forget about understanding and wisdom. They'll be very far from you. You can't, be used in con- you can't be used to solve something or God can't even have a conversation with you. I think some of you remember a saying from Pastor Toby that I love so much, which is God begins to speak where you've exhausted man's wisdom. At the exhaustion of man's wisdom, then the Holy Spirit kicks in. So your 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 determination this week is to do all you can to exhaust all the resources around you. Write that down. Don't order books and not read them. Listen. How do you read books? Let me teach you. Speed read. Speed read doesn't mean that you sit down studying it like the Bible. Go to certain chapters. Go to certain chapters, look for titles of, that you need now. Go to those chapters and read those chapters. Remember, if you're not reading a storybook, if you're not reading a storybook, then you can read like that because it's only storybooks that you depend on the last chapter. It's only in, in autobiographies that you depend on the previous chapter. But if you're just reading a a book on information, it's a book on banking, or it's a book on, on, um, on media, or whatever it is, you can go to a different content and draw information. So it's information junkie season this week. This week now. Fill yourself with that. So that as God's speaking to you, you know exactly where God is kicked in. I need leaders, I'm b- believing leaders, spiritual leaders. I need them to know where God, where God's mind kicks in. You know, because believers aren't well knowledgeable about certain things. I'm not speaking about you now. I'm just speaking in general. When people become over spiritual about certain things, they don't even know when the Holy Spirit isn't speaking to them. Sometimes it's just their own mind that's just telling them, hey, go do this. And then the Holy Ghost spoke to me. The Holy Ghost didn't speak to you, sir. Um, You just told yourself you were hungry. Someone goes into prayer and says, ah, I was praying and then the Holy Spirit told me to go eat. No, no, no. This is such a very low level conversation for the Holy Spirit to have with you. You told yourself to go and eat. But look at the kind of conversations the Holy Spirit has. He's a teacher. So how do you discern the Spirit of God from your own spirit is the Holy Spirit always comes in on a teaching level. The Christ said, I sent the helper to you. He will teach you everything. So you already know his dimension. His dimension is to teach. So ask yourself, and this is why we're talking about this, what do I need to know? Write that down. What do I need to know? I'm going to get some of you really irritated this morning now. Irritated in a good way, like you're getting goosebumps, like, oh my day! I knew I should be in this kind of thing, right? That's how you're thinking right now. What do I need to know? It's Monday morning. What do I need to know this week? Occupy yourself with these kind of conversations so that you, your spirit can be drawn to something that is right and that is good. What do I need to know? So let me tell you where I went when I started thinking about these things. So I've ordered this book now and I'm not saying these books are the be all and end all. It's called The, Power, the Psychology of Persuasion. But I realized, I was watching this thing called The Social Dilemma. Most of you guys have probably watched it. And can you imagine that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all these things are created to, to hook you the same way opium hooks you the same way cocaine hooks you. But we never knew that. They actually studied psychology. Imagine now, imagine just your common Instagram app. You never knew. They actually studied psychology to find out what elates human feeling. What the reward system, yeah. What What exactly, I think you watched it past seven. What elates the human being? What makes them feel that satisfaction? You know, um, um, after a certain um, taking drugs, that satisfaction that the user gets, like, oh, yeah, man, I really needed that. They've studied and studied to the point where they realize we can recreate that without presenting a drug to them. We can create a technological drug for them. So that's why some people get hooked on Instagram. They, they, they're hooked on on seeing new images. That newness, it hooks them. So they they're now trapped on a product. The release of dopamine. That's right. So you can have dopamine can be released into your system without you taking a hit, without you taking a hit, without you doing something like like injecting yourself with anything. You can just jump onto an app, and the actions and reactions of that app. You don't know that it's releasing dopamine into your system, but they've got you hooked on their product now. Man, has, man goes to crazy extents to establish things, but believers have to also know that in order to trigger conversation with the Holy Spirit, I have to seek something. I have to seek something to the place of obsession. So it is a week of just looking for knowledge. I'm going to look for knowledge this week. I'm just going to choose to know more about industrial pharmacy or commercial pharmacy or whatever it is, or distribution of drugs. I'm going to choose to know more about this thing and see where God will kick in in my conversation with myself on this thing. That's what I want everybody to look at this week. Be more meticulous into cross-evaluating yourself to know I don't know enough of something. That's what I want you to do. I know this sounds very simple though, but I want Monday mornings to be very simple. It's got to be very simple. I've sat down on my desk and I've written down all the things that need to be done today. I've got a busy day, but I'm also now looking out to where, okay, how do I get the Holy Spirit to kick in? Where, in what area don't I know? Don't I know enough Because eventually, what God wants you to do, and I link this to the scripture. This is where I I read the scripture. It says, do you know the laws of the heavens? How does God invite you for a conversation to know about the laws of the heavens? Do you remember someone called Moses? He said, for forty years, Moses has been trained excellently in Egypt. Excellently. Please, don't don't compare yourself to people like Moses, you know. Because he's going to look like an ordinary person. But yes, he is an ordinary person. But I need you to look at his life. I said to Pastor Evan, You want to do this thing, but spend some time in that world. Know something. So Moses has spent 40 years knowing about law, Egyptian law, Egyptian finance. He's taught everything as a son of Pharaoh, he's been taught everything. God then takes him out of a conversation about Egypt because he's learned everything about Egypt. He's gone into 40 years of training as Pharaoh's son. He's Pharaoh's son. Pharaoh loved him. The daughter of Pharaoh loved him. He's learned everything about the economy of Egypt. And so God says, listen now, look up at the heavens and see. See what heaven law looks like. Forget that one you've learned. Look at this one now. So it's going to take someone who's already started and exhausted the knowledge of men in a certain space. You've exhausted it and then God invites you into um, do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Oh my God. You know, um, last week, There was another conversation God got me me involved in, and he was talking to me about the rod and the staff, how they're two very different things. But do you know that when Aaron put his staff down, it became a snake. The rest of the magicians put their staff down, it became snake. It was like a challenge of ideology. You can only challenge current system if you already know what it looks like, what it's set up as. You can only challenge current system if you know what it's set up as. If not, you have to pass through and know first. So there's a lot of places where I feel like maybe we're just lacking a bit of knowing. PT's been speaking about the banking world forever. Hey, the banking world needs to be reformed. Those who change the banking world. But who knows the banking laws? Who at least first knows the laws? for them to now enter a conversation with God on where those laws need to be changed, what needs to be changed, what needs to be introduced. These are the kind of, this is the mindset of this week. Exhausting yourself in the knowledge on earth to start a conversation with God. That's this week, this week, this week. I'm not talking about this whole month. It's the month of the blessing, but we're going to tackle little things in the week to make sure that the blessing continues to flow. We don't wanna stop the blessing from flowing. We don't wanna stop the oil from flowing. Remember the oil stops flowing when you run out of what? You run out of jars, yeah? When there's no more capacity. So you have to keep on making sure you have capacity. How do you make sure you have capacity? First of all, make sure that there's, such, there's, there's so much capacity for you to receive information. That's the stretching of your body, the stretching of your mind. So the focus is going to be to increase in that. I need you to get, really, really put yourself through this. It's going to be difficult because the body never really wants to do this. (coughs) It's hard to sit down and and look into things. It's hard to look over your little, little stuff. It's hard because it's not fun. It's a physical exercise. Have you ever put your mind to a task and you got physically tired? Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever put your mind to a task and you actually got um, physically tired? I'm talking to you. It's actually a question so that I, I don't feel like it's just me. Okay, so it's actually happened to you, Phaedra, all the time. So then you've got to say to yourself, why is that? What does the body have to do with the mind? Is there a connection there? There is a connection. In your mind, it, yes sir, it happens with train driving. So in your mind, you're thinking about doing all these things but just the thought of it alone exhausts your body because your body already knows I've got some work to do. In the beauty industry, it's going to take someone who just has a bit of patience to put their mind to task. There's a lady, um, Arab lady, who does beauty stuff. I've forgotten her name now, but I've been looking into her. Pastor Emma's been also looking into her, but I've been looking into this lady. She's a billionaire. In the space of four years, became a billionaire, but she must have really heard that. Heard that. Yeah, it's definitely heard that. But she's definitely looked into the industry. She's looked into the industry. Let us start to expand our capacity. That's what we're doing. I bought the book Psychology of Persuasion. I just wanted to know what they're reading. I said to myself, so Twitter, Facebook, all these guys go to study psychology to start. Entrepreneurs, look how much work we have to do, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. We have to be good at everything, Catherine, I know I'm going to start researching all these guys. We have to be good at almost everything. We have to we have to have it, and and we have to peer. We have to peer into every industry. At least have an eye there, a good look in there, not to become an expert, but we have to have a, at least a little peek into every world and know how. Okay, so this is how this looks. We may not become. Dr. Annabelle Gold, but we should be able to have a conversation with her. Oh my God, I love the ladies' conversation yesterday. I'm hearing Dr. Emma speak. And I'm just like, that's, that's so, so, like, you know, speaking, ladies speaking intelligently. So I don't know what people see on Instagram. There's so many ladies out there speaking ratchetness, just horrible. Yes, but I'm seeing ladies speak intelligently and inspiring, even inspiring me. It was so refreshing. But what does it take to be on those panel of ladies? It's just knowledge. And what would it take for those ladies to remain leading ladies? It's knowledge growing your capacity. This week, I need to grow in my capacity. I want to start another example with a guy. I sat down with the guy starting another exam just to increase capacity and bring in more souls. How do I want to bring in more souls? Employment, we've got another guy starting tomorrow. Isn't that right, Pastor James? We've got another guy starting tomorrow, not from SPAC nation, from outside there, employing people, giving them salary work, giving them right contracts to do, creating real solution creating physical changes that they can understand because the spiritual is still needed. What took me to get to this level as an entrepreneur? Seven years in the house of the shepherd. Seven years in the house of the shepherd. I didn't go to business school. I didn't go to business school. I was in SPAC Nation for seven years and I pastored six six years out of the seven, I was a pastor. Six years out of the seven, this was my training for the world of entrepreneurship. That is the power that you're dealing with. That's the power you have. So I'm saying to you, you have that. That is your base. I want to be like you, sir, pharmacy to me. It's 100 million percent possible. Why? I joined you in Tulsa Hill. I was there with you. We both saw the miracles and we both heard the word. We both heard the word and we both saw the miracles. So there's a foundation there already. The word is your first foundation. I got to be very, very honest with you so that you don't believe it's the external reading of these things. But, oh my gosh, can I just say something? Let me just say something. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. How can Jesus come and then say, blessed are those who hunger and thirst? How can Jesus start speaking about the the beauty of hunger? Has anybody ever stopped to question these things? How simple our master is, but how so powerful his words are. How blessed are those who hunger and thirst? So Jesus says, do you know that there's something about being hungry? Oh my goodness. What does it take to be hungry? You need to lack something to be hungry. If you don't eat, don't you get hungry? If you don't drink, don't you get thirsty? So how, have you asked yourself, how do I remain in a state of hunger and thirst? I want to share this with you because I shared it with the boys. I shared it with Patrick and Terry. Let me share this with you. It's a a beautiful secret. It's a beautiful secret. Take it down and don't share it with anyone else. It's a beautiful secret. Seed. Giving. If you give with the right heart, yeah? After you've given, something inside you just kicks out saying, I need more. Uh, I'm not talking about those who give sparingly. And now I'm going to I'm gonna transform this thing for you. It's so important and it's so powerful. It is a secret. It's a powerful secret. And it's the, what I used in my seven years of training in the shepherd's tent. From now on, I'll just refer it as the, in the shepherd's tent. It's what I used in the shepherd's tent to come up. The power of making sure I always give out because once I've given out, I, I, there's this thing inside me that says, I need more. I need more. But if I don't give out, then I feel content and there's no more pouring. So the most powerful thing in the understanding of the spirit and the understanding of this world is you don't get it. You have to release in order to receive. You have to you have to teach that's why every leader in pulse family uh, i can speak for pulse family every leader you're supposed to be a powerful teacher what's my favorite scripture you guys have to know my favorite scripture because i'm your teacher in this in this side of nation family in pulse whatever i'm not your father but instructor what's my favorite scripture stop dolling fine quickly see how you guys will comment now you be sending me, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. What's my favorite scripture or one-off? You're going to go forget now. Now you don't want to talk to me. Sam, what's my favorite scripture? Okay, the other one, Pastor Sandra, the other one. Ecclesiastes, come on. Sam said it. I'm gonna, that's good though, good you know. I've said it loads of times, so good you know. The other one, not just Proverbs, my friend. I the teacher, I, I, oh my goodness me. What does a teacher do? The life of a teacher is just to pour out. You're just, you're given knowledge, you're given everything you know, you're always on the giving side. You're on the giving side constantly. Why am I struggling to find Ecclesiastes? Maybe I should have gone to Bible school. Then you memorize Isaiah, um, Genesis to Revelation. Yep, here it is. Quickly get there, guys. As a teacher, highlighted in my Bible, it's my favorite. It explains all. He said, I, the teacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. Look again. I applied my mind to study and explore by wisdom what is done under the heavens. Is Job making more sense to you now? What a heavy burden God has laid on mankind. I, the teacher, speaking. Maybe you understand Job a bit more if you meditate on this. So, Eben. You've just got to become so obsessed with pharmaceutical healthcare. God starts to bring you into new spaces of knowing. Those new spaces of knowing allow you to teach. Then God does what? Then God tells you when it comes to your giving, make sure you're also giving. So just create a life where you're always giving whether it be impartation of knowledge or wisdom or whatever it is you're learning, you're just always giving out. You're just always giving out. And then you're always sowing. So what happens if I'm don't have? A, if i not sowing and I don't have money? You, you have something to give. You have something to give. Even if you don't have one pound, you have something to give. And if you have one pound, then you give your one pound. You understand? You, you're maturing off your leaders, so you know when I'm talking... How, you know how to apply what I'm saying to yourself. But I was obsessed with the act of sowing. Obsessed with it. The act of giving. But I didn't know, I was fluking it. I didn't even know that what giving does is it makes sure that there's always a pouring out. There's always a pouring out. There's always a pouring out. I was fluking it at the time. There's always a release after there's a giving out. There's a release of something. The worst thing you can do is give and expect a phone, or give and expect a house, or give and expect a car. What does Jesus say? He says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. If you give, what does he give you? He gives you hunger. If you give, what does he give you? He gives you thirst. That hunger and thirst is meant to make Pastor Alex unable to sleep past 7 a.m. I don't understand how young people sleep past 7 a.m. They're not pregnant and they've got no issues in life, but they sleep past 7. There's no hunger, there's no thirst in this person's life. He said, I give you as a gift hunger and thirst. Come and take freely hunger and thirst. Oh my God. I realize how important hunger and thirst are for me in my life. That by five, I'm already uncomfortable. Can't sleep past five. Up. Looking right at there's a hunger and there's a thirst. Because there was already, I've already given. So he, he, he holds. He said, give so you can receive hunger and thirst. He said, bless him. You know, some people are not hungry or thirsty. Have you seen them? Just like me. It's a blessing. These are blessed are those. They're hungry and they're thirsty. But some people, there's no hunger and thirst in their life. I just thought I had to mention that. Sorry, I think I've deviated from even what I was saying. I hope that helps someone anyway. That, that short rant, rant there. So, So I go back to consuming your week with knowledge. You need that hunger, right? In order for you to consume your week now, you're consuming knowledge, using your week, but consuming knowledge within your week, sorry. You need to have this mindset of, hey, it's not enough. i got to keep on going. But the body will work against you. Your body will work against you. I don't enjoy it all the time. My body is going to work against me, but I have to know that in order to reach a certain level, I have to tame my flesh. I have to tame him because he's got his own reaction to certain things. He does never wants to be put through this. doesn't want to be put through this. Evaluate your mind. How much time does certain thoughts or certain people take up your mind? Don't give that person so much time to rent in your mind, rent space in your mind. You just give it out, a person or a thing. Make sure that the right things occupy your mind. Because that mindset now is going to help with pushing the flesh. You've got to be so focused now. I know these are very supposedly simple things, but I'd just like to set a simple thought for the week. That's just how I would like to roll in my week. I like to make sure that the week is very, very well broken down and it's not a big deal. It's not hard. It's not difficult. I want to make sure my week is very well set out. How do I become a multi-millionaire pharmacist? It's very, very simple. You make sure you remain hungry. You've got to remain hungry. It's the blessing. Make sure that you're consuming all the time and God can speak to you in regards to the certain things. Get the gate, Please. Make sure. So I'm so excited this week. I begin to come to a close. It's 9-18. I only just want to speak very briefly, one hour kind of thing. But as I, be, as I close off and let you guys get on with your day, I'm so filled with excitement for what is to come. And that is this, going back to Job now. Let me just read it again. And this Job will mean something for you. Let me just show you what it means for me. Conversation with a billionaire. Where was it again, Job what, 33? Is it 38, 33, sorry. Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? So now, on the line, do you know the laws of the heavens? That is number one thing. Please read the word very simply. Go over it many times, then listen to, um, re-listen to the service and go over it many times so that you can break it down. Yeah, don't get excited. whoa whoa, he used lots Or he said, oh, nah, bad mad, mad, mad. Stop that thing. It's childish. Get excited, but make sure you get it. Excitement is fantastic. I get super excited with the word. So you underline heavens. Do you know the laws of the heavens, right? So you underline that. Then the next thing, you underline, you underline, Can you set up God's dominion over the earth, number two? Put one next to one, put two next to the other. Can you set up? So you have a question and then you have an an instruction. Are you getting me? Do you know? Can you set up? Do you know? And then can you set up? Is it getting more simple to you now? Just trying to help everybody out here is it making more sense now just let me know if it's not and i and I make it more simpler do you know is the first thing there so God speaking to you saying do you know Sandra do you know Sandra do you know what did he ask me what do I know what did God ask me if I know he said do you know the laws of the heavens next thing God now asks you Sandra can you set up? Yeah? Next thing, God says to me, can you set up? It's not rhetorical. You know, before I used to read these things, spiritual, pastors, because they don't understand it, they just say, it's rhetorical. He's not meant to answer it. He's not even meant to know it. Is that so stupid, though. <laughs> he's asking this billionaire. He's trying to take him to the next level. He says, do you know laws of the heavens? Then he says, can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Who did, God ask, who did God first give dominion over the earth? Thank you. So question and answer session. I just want to do this real quick before I leave you. Breaking down the word. Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? God last gave dominion to who? Adam. So you write Adam there. You've got Adam there. And who did God last give dominion? Jesus. you got Adam there. You've got Jesus there. So there are two men that you have, that have set up, who set up dominion over the earth. Now, these two men, did they know the laws of the heavens? Yes. Jesus knows the laws of the heavens. So now, what are the laws that Jesus speaks about? Is it getting very easy for you? What are the laws? What are the laws that Christ speaks about. When they tell him, oh, you're not fulfilling the law, or oh, you're breaking the law, what does he speak about? I leave that to you. That's your homework. Go look into that. But you see how sweet and nice it is to decode. When you decode scripture, then you just start winning. Then people will be wondering, okay, is he doing jazz? Is he involved in something? No! It's word and you break down word. So once you get the laws of the heavens, what happens? You're then given dominion. Dominion is a, it's an impartation it's a power. Yeah, I don't care how you see this. This is, I'm a pastor. So I have to tell you real, now, real. If I tell you to go and study Dominion and buy a book on Dominion, that you get stronger. I'll be lying to you. I'll be lying to you. You can't take a man from washing plates in the kitchen. Now the whole of the United Kingdom and half the world knows him. And you're going to tell me he read a book. Teacher, The teacher didn't read a book. Some, some kind of impartation has happened. You know what I'm trying to say? You can't just wake up one day, you're 25 years old, you're washing plates in the kitchen, then boom, bam, whoa. <laughs> Half the world knows this guy. What happened, my friend? What happened? What trade happened? What trade-off happened to this man's life? Please ask yourself good questions so you can grow in life. Do you know? Do you know? A man sunk into the laws of the heavens. He sunk into God's word, the laws of the heavens. You sunk into this, and then after you sink into this bit, then they give you dominion because they said, "Okay, now you know our laws. Go and set up." Now you know our law. Go and set up. I leave you to study next week, Monday. I'll come and give you the answers to this, but I have to give you some time. If not, you guys will stop reading the work, ain't it? You start saying, "Oh, the spirit is long." No, <laughs> you're gonna get into work. So. Um, can you set up God's dominion over the earth? If you want God to even get into this second conversation with you, can you set up? it's, It's the billionaire's realm. Because then God sits down with you on the table and says, okay, right, listen, this is what we want to do. Can you set this up? Can you set this up? So can you set up God's dominion over the earth? You've rightly pinpointed two people that were given dominion. I'm sure there are a few more. Job ended up becoming one of them at the end of this conversation. So there are a few more guys, of course, who set up a dominion of God, a heaven on earth. They set up a dominion on the earth. But first, number one conversation, before we send you out to set up dominion, because dominion don't just come from prayer and fasting. Unbelievable madness. It doesn't come from prayer and fasting. Dominion will come from have you answered this question? Do you know the laws of the heavens? It's 9.30, 9.25. I did good this morning. Pastor Emma will be proud. Tells me I always go over time. and getting better. It's 9.30, I love you all. Get ready for an amazing, powerful week. It's also word explosion. You did good, yeah. It's also word explosion, so the word will be exploding everywhere. Make sure you have pen pad and you're writing down things to do with the word and you're studying. How P.O. how do you get what you said this morning? You're studying, just, I hear the word and I sit down on it and I think on it, okay? So make sure you're super, 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 never dropping the one book that makes you special and different, it is the word. Every other thing is beautiful and great, but it's like Peter said, it doesn't match the frequency of the word. You're reading from the person and you're like, you're trying to hit a part of me but you can't hate that part of me. And you can tell that they can't strum that part in your heart. They can't strum it. And you feel sorry for them. You, you're you're talking, but you're not talking. And then you open a side of the scripture like this, and you're getting goosebumps, right? You're like, okay, I get now. I get it. It's simple. It is very simple. Yeah? There is powers. Yeah. There is power. And you can converse with power if you if you invite that conversation, people just won't know why you're winning and how you're winning and how everything is right and stuff. Get the door for Paz, I think people are still sleeping in this house. Nana, is Nana awake? Anyway, sure. Go, um, let me go deal with the Gold House people. I'm sure they're all up and, and, and kicking off. People love coming to Gold House just to do work. Work atmosphere. Not in a bad way, but, you know, focus atmosphere. Brrr, strong get get it done atmosphere yeah okay love you all I'm sure you all have uh, so much to do this week I'm sure you have all have all your targets laid out from Dr. Leah to um, Bonita all of you got um, your your activities for the week set up make sure you're on it make sure you've got all your stuff set up and you're determined to see things through determined Um, in regards to anything to do with nation family. Make sure that you're speaking with your leaders, Let you know about the sewing and, and many other things. And make sure that I'll be coming at some point this week. You're always welcome, um, Pastor Cyrus, uh, Kimberly Cyrus. You're always welcome. Make sure that you're fully involved in everything that is going on in nation family um, as we are a family. Yeah, very important. Family vibes. It's my birthday sometime this week. What do I want to do? Absolutely nothing. I don't want to go out, you know, do nothing. But I'd like to see your faces. If you can, come pop by during the week and uh, say hi, speak with me. And remind me how we started. How did our relationship start? You know, we've got to have those conversations on my birthday. Uh, hey, sir, remember you met me the the, And we can start talking again. And it's interesting, I'll be 33, so young, so young, isn't it? <laughs> I just realized I'm like 10 years older than Charlie, or even 11, 11 years older than Charlie. I'm, I'm really setting some pace here, <laughs> setting some pace. Um, thank God for everything he did for me in uh, 2020, because I think I would have just been like so... Like, what the hell? So, (laughs) thank God, 33. Millionaire 33, let's go for 100 million. I want to do 100 million. Actually, let me not lie. Honestly, in my heart, I want to do 1 billion next year. 1 billion. Let me not be... I don't want to now say what you guys can believe. Let me just say what I feel. I want to do 1 billion next year. I believe I can. Why? How will I do it? I have brilliant minds like Dr. Emma, um, Pastor Ebron. Um, Pastor Leah, I have brilliant minds like that, and I'm just gonna latch on one of these minds and just get something pow some some pharmaceutical technology. That that industry is mad. If you do a tech thing in pharmacy, you're finished. As in, <laughs> you're done. So I will. We'll get to a billion next year. It's not my my billions. It's our billions because you guys know. I am so determined to work with all the leaders within the family, making sure that um, we, we, we empower the right things, we work the right things, and God is using the right people to push the right things. Um, one of the most awesome projects coming out of Paul's family is um, uh, K-Cyrus. K-Cyrus is a, is a um, how do I put it? Cosmetics, that's it. It's a cosmetic brand. We have K-Cyrus, Cosmetic brand, one of the most powerful things coming out of the family. It's so awesome. If you don't have it, get my lip balm real quick. There it is there. If you're not using K-Cyrus, you will find out that you're suffering from chapped lips. See? Great advert. Mmm. You see the glow now? You see the difference? See, so... It's one of, it's, it's led by um, Pastor Kimberly Cyrus. It's an amazing brand, One, what? just one of, just one of, there are many other awesome stuff going on in um, Paul's family. I, I don't know about um, the whole Nation family, but I do know there are things going on in Nation family. We were hearing about Pastor Genevieve and their online pharmacy. Where's the white tooth gone? It's somewhere in my bag, but the closest one was the black one. <laughs> Because of, some of that one, so many super stuff coming out. Um, Lady Joe brows, um, beauty supply, some interesting things coming. Um, if I don't know about your thing, you've just not told me. Um, you've just not told me. So, let me know what's going on and let me, um, let me be able to understand what you're doing. If I can support in some way, whether mentally or financially, I will let you know. Um, um Pastor Memunas, agricultural stuff absolutely super um real solutions in in Sierra Leone em- empowering farmers and 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 widows that's her that's her section she's working with farmers and widows so beautiful in fact i think i might do a podcast with Pastor Mamuna